How's it going, everybody? It's here just after six. And yeah, I know I'm like a day and many hours late, but figured I'd just give my thoughts on the Oscar nominations coming out because for anyone who pays attention to my podcast, you guys know that for me, the Oscars is my Super Bowl, you know? So um, yesterday when the nominations were released, like I was super, super excited to see who... uh, who got recognized um but the reason I didn't say anything yesterday or or come on and and, and do much was um I have had a massive migraine for the past three days it's not the same migraine thank god it's it's been multiple they've gone away and then they come back and um I'm not sure whether I triggered it or not so I'm kind of being careful about what I eat um, and see when this goes away, let it stay gone for a bit and then test a theory to see if something I recently got is uh, contributing to the pain. But um, yeah, let's talk about these these Oscar noms. Look, um, for me as a film fan, and this has only happened a handful of times over the years. But 2010 was the first year that this really happened. Um, where I got to... Where I saw the majority of the movies that were were nominated. Before, like, the nominations happened, you know. There was only a handful of movies in 2010 that... I didn't see, but that same year in 2010, which it would have been 2011 when the ceremony took place, but, but in 2011, I did the, um, the AMC, um, Oscars thing, um, me and a buddy both paid and we didn't do the all day thing just because we thought that would be, that would just be too much. Because we, because we both live, we at that time we both lived quite a bit away from each other. So, um, so we did it over two weekends. But they played five of the nominations one weekend, and then the other five the next weekend. And so that year, the only movies I hadn't seen um, were The Kids Are All Right and. Um, And, um, the, um, the one with Jennifer Lawrence. I don't know why I can't, um, Bone, something Bones, something like that. But that one, um, I think were the only two movies I, I hadn't seen. All of the other movies were movies that, um, I got to see with working at the movie theater and, and everything, um, Although I didn't see the fighter, the fighter, seeing it there, um, and and still to this day, I am not. I know there's a lot of fans that love that that as a movie. I was never really a big fan of the fighter. I don't get me wrong. I think Christian Bale and everybody else that's part of that movie, um, Mark Wahlberg, I think is in it too. Um, I think everyone is great. I just, I just, I couldn't get into it. I th- I thought it was kind of boring. Um, but 
yeah, you know, I had seen Black Swan, I had seen Inception, of course, Toy Story, and Toy Story 3, and, you know, um, True Grit, love True Grit, um, so, and then I want to say it was either 2017 or 2019 as well, I had seen a bunch of the movies, you know, leading up. I want to say it was 2019. So, but that, but that is still in third place because I saw more of this year's or last year's movies than than then. So it's been really cool. Like, kind of. I mean, there's always. I mean, the thing with being a movie fan and the thing you just have to resolve yourself to is you're never gonna be able to see. You know, unless you live in a place like California or New York. Or maybe even, you know, like if you live in Atlanta, Georgia, because I know that's becoming like the next real big hub for for filming it, not necessarily like the, you know, like um, the ceremony and stuff like that. But I imagine since it is a big filming place, I I imagine there's a little bit of a a hub there as well. Uh, But, you know, unless unless you're in one of those areas it's kind of hit or miss what movies you will get in your area or not. You know, and quite frankly, you know, where I live, we don't get a lot of the more Oscar bait type movies, you know. Um, so, I mean, you know, neither of the theaters near me, um, I think we're just, the, the bigger theater near me, I think is just now getting The Whale this week, I think. Um, maybe a few others. I might try to go see it. I might not. Um, you know, but, uh, but yeah, so it's been, it's been really fun having another year because you never know what's going to get nominated and what's not, you know, but you know, it's, it's one of those things where the Oscars for me are sort of, it is definitely like my personal Super Bowl, you know, because I'm not a big sports fan. I could care less about sports. So, you know, the Oscars is like my big event each year that I, I really look forward to. But as much as it is that, it is also a lot of years away for me to learn about movies that, you know, I didn't even hear, you know, hear about, you know, like up until just the last couple of weeks, I had never heard of you know, Triangle of Sadness, or To Leslie, you know, and now both of those movies are, are movies that I want to see because of them being nominated. I want to see women talking. I, I knew about, I did know about women talking, but, you know, nobody really got it where I could go see it. So, you know, it's just kind of one of those things. So I think for me this year, the nominations went pretty much how I wanted it to go. Um, I think the only snub this year, and a true snub, um, was, and I forget the actress's name, but the lead in, in Till. And I haven't seen Till. I want I want to see Till. But, um, I mean, for months now, probably for most of last year, she was one of the names that was constantly being mentioned and I don't know what happened within the last handful of weeks. Because even just at the end of 
last year, even just, you know, around Christmas time, like, she, I think, would have been a shoo-in for a nomination. And, you know, and I haven't seen the movie, but I have seen a few clips of her from the movie. And it seems like she did give, like, a just maddeningly well performance, you know, in it. So I think I think that is definitely the the snub. And I think she probably got kicked out so that Michelle Williams could be there. Because look, I am a big defender of the Fablemans. I know there's a lot of people that are like, eh, it's just, you know, it's sort of movie fandom porn, if you will, you know. But that's, but, but that's what I love about it. But even I will be the first to say, I loved Michelle Williams in it. And I think she did a great job bringing Spielberg's mom to life. You know, even knowing the little bit that I knew going into the movie about his past. But I don't think it was Best Actress worthy. Um, or Best Supporting Actress worthy. Um, you know, it was it was just a, it was a good performance. And there's nothing wrong with an actor or an actress having a good performance. That's, you know... You, you know, that's what you expect from someone like Michelle Williams. And I kind of felt the same way with T- Paul Dano. I know there was a lot of people that were really blown away by what he did. But I just kind of thought he was kind of, you know, nothing in the Fablemans except what the movie was is what made the movie special to me. It was because it's a pseudo Steven Spielberg, you know, story and and... and Obviously, he directed the movie, so it is a Steven Spielberg. But I mean, about, you know, without naming the character Steven Spielberg, this was about him and his life. And that's what kind of made the movie work for me. And, and you know, I definitely want to get it when it's, on, you know, at some point on, on Blu-ray. Because um, it is definitely on the higher list of my Spielberg films, you know, now after seeing it. But um, I think it's great that Michelle Yeoh got in. Wasn't expecting that. I think it's great that both Jimmy Lee Curtis and Stephanie Hsu both got in. Um, yeah, you know, um, as far as kind of what I would like to see happen, um, I want to see the Daniels win for Best Director for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Um, I want... Roman Del Toro's Pinocchio to win Best Animated. I would love if Glass Onion won Best Adapted Screenplay, but I don't know that it will. Um, I am very much rooting for Brendan Fraser to uh, <coughs> to win Best Actor. I really want. Kihui Kwan to win Best Supporting. Um, I would love to see Michelle Yeoh win for Best Actress, but I think this is Kate Blanchett's to lose, so I think she's going to end up winning. Um, which, hey, it's Kate Blanchett. She's in my top five favorite actresses, so I don't have a problem with that. I love my girl. I love Kate. I love Kate Blanchett. Um... And then supporting actress, um, I would give supporting actress. 
probably to Stephanie Hsu. I would, I think it would be really cool if she won because she did. And and look, I would love to see Jamie Lee Curtis get it too. I think either of them from everything, everywhere, is what I would like to see happen. Um, as far as best picture, my three horses. Um, the movie I really, really want to win is Avatar. Avatar, but I know that's not gonna happen, like at all. Um. So, in second place for me is Everything Everywhere All at Once. I, I think that movie deserves it. Um, you know, uh, I just think it's a movie that came out of nowhere, and it did so many amazing things. Um, I think it would just be really cool to see a movie that is pre- predominantly Asian casted when would be such an amazing feat. And then the third place is The Fablements, because again, it's The Fablements. You know, I I really, like I said, I enjoyed the movie. Um, so those are kind of the movies that I'm rooting for at the moment, the things that I want to see happen. Um, as far as the big ones, you know, as far as the, the, the big um, awards go, you know, um, I think there are some of the technical awards that I'm scratching my head off as to how certain things are left off. Like, you know, I wasn't as enamored by Top Gun Maverick as a lot of people were. I also need to rewatch it because I was, I was hopped up on pain meds to try to feel better because I wasn't feeling good at the time. But, um... But uh, the fact that that movie wasn't um, nominated for, for cinematography, I think, is insane. Considering they created a whole new, like, technology to film in cockpits. And easily, that is, like, what makes that movie so so good. Even coming from someone like me, that it wasn't really taken by it. Those aerial shots are... You've never seen anything like that in any, like, war movie or, or fighter plane movie, you know? just You just haven't. Like, it's incredible. So, you know, there were some, so there, there some crazy, crazy kind of um, things. Still a lot of movies I gotta get caught up on. I still need to see Tar. I need to see To Leslie. I need to see Blonde. The Good Nurse. I need to see Triple R. I need to see, um, yeah, but just a bunch of movies I still need to see before the big night, um, so that I really know how I how I feel, you know, um, but you know, the good thing is I've once I've seen the last three movies. Once I've seen. Woman, t- women talking, and triangle of sadness. Um, I believe I will have seen all of the. Oh, and tar, I will have seen all of the best picture noms. Which that is my main goal is to see all of the best picture noms, and then everything else is sort of, you know, trickle down effect. You know, 
just by interest and all that kind of stuff. Like, I still haven't seen Bing the Ricardos all the way through from, you know, a few years ago. Um, you know, so that just kind of gives you, you know, an idea of, you know, you get to some, you don't get to others. It is what it is, you know. Um, but, um, I mean, I didn't see Minari until, like, the, the night before the then or the night before that before the Oscars so you know sometimes you know you have access to things or you don't have access to things you know um but I have seen seven out of the ten nominated movies so I'm going to take that as a win um and um yeah so thanks for listening and i will see you guys in the next podcast peace out